0: Going a life out here. What the hell's going on out here? It's a lot of fun.
1: Keep it fun. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the UK Packers Podcast. As usual, I'm your host at Steve Diddy NFL on Twitter, and of course, follow the group at UK Packers. And as usual, I'm joined by me old buddy, me old pal, it's me old bro, how's Darrell J O'Brien. What's going on buddy?
0: Hello, sports fans.
1: How are you? <laughs> I I feel like what we need to do is we need to like do a Twitter poll or Patreon poll to get what your um, intro should be. You know the way in the around yeah, the NFL podcast, Wes just, comes haven't on haven't and goes, "Yeah, you need to do."
0: It. I don't know. Right. Any ideas? I need to nail that down. Well something less creepy than what I just did. that was be better.
1: And then I think Hello, last last dance. week was like, You're gorgeous and um Yeah, well you are gorgeous. Uh I'm getting mixed messages you know. here. You keep telling me I'm the ugly one of the family and then you come in with that type of thing. Do you remember Yeah, but if you're gorgeous, imagine how beautiful I am. I know, yeah. But remember, wasn't there a thing years ago, wasn't it, that you know that song You're Gorgeous? Yo, yeah. gorgeous. Do, 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 do. I've just sang on the yeah. podcast. Now people have switched off. Um, do you remember what was that game show they had and when they used to sing it they used to bring out a grey hand and then they got sued heavily. <laughs> but like <laughs> was they Do you remember that? what was that? Was that um
0: I thought that was Mortimer one of Mortimer's ones. I, I,
1: don't I think it was, yeah. Shooting oh, stars or so shooting stars. Shooting star- stars. Isn't that right?
0: There's a dove, the dove from above. <laughs> that was amazing. Oh,
1: they're so abstract, it's brilliant.
0: Oh, I'm getting nostalgic. Mm. But uh here we are. Yeah, here it's we NFC are. NFC North title, Kings in the North. I mean, I'm taking it. Second yeah. straight NFC North title. Yeah. So let's focus on the positives. It wasn't a 40 burger, sorry about that. It was a 31 burger. Yeah, it's well. It's like a kid's meal. In fours.
1: You can't have it all, but I think this is what we're supposed to do. Look at us. Hey, look at us. Look at us. <laughs> huh?
0: Who would have thought? Yeah. Not me.
1: Not me. So, right. So, let's let's just, every week I like to do this, right? Let's go back and just revisit the narratives here. Yeah. Um, so, we've no weapons. That's what we're saying. Apparently.
0: Hmm. Apparently. Well, let's put it this way. We're now currently the NFC's number one seed. We're earning at the minute the lone playoff bye. And the Saints, they did us a favor. That was the most surprising thing about <laughs> yesterday's game for me. Was the Saints losing to the Eagles 24-21. <laughs> Is
1: that how you're seeing that though? The Saints doing us a favour not the Eagles doing us a
0: favour? I don't really care. Either of them. <laughs> <Is> that, <laughs> the mean, phraseology there was kind of like, yeah, yeah the Saints I, didn't want to. Didn't want to. Half, half full, half empty. I don't care. I mean, that was the most surprising. I saw the Saints losing next weekend. I didn't mm. see them losing yesterday. So that's good. The offence remains number one in the league. 31.5 points per game. Mm. Excellent. So we're doing all the positives, right? <laughs> we're starting with the positives. Yeah. Oh yeah, um, there's there's enough. I we've kind of got half a team, but yeah, I mean, we're four, four players are in my t- on my list of absolutely amazing this week. It's usual same two, uh, Dimeballs Balls, yeah, and Mister Adams, mm-hmm. then Tonyan. I know you've got a soft spot for El Bobby. He's something yeah. else, Tonya and uh, MVS mm. best game of his career. I think he had yesterday, and I know I did very tongue in cheekly take the Mickey out of him on Twitter, but uh, to be fair, he's just done exactly what we said he would do. Yeah, you stay with him. You keep him in there. He will eventually come good. And boy, did he come good yesterday. He was brilliant.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, I've been always been kind of um rooting for him, I guess. And you see, this is the frustrating part about him, is, is that every time he was making those drops, I was like, Well, he was in the right place. It was the ball was in his hands, and yeah. then he's after dropping it. And Of course, you'll get to people who Yeah, oh, well, that's the whole important part. Of course it is. Um, absolutely, of course it is. And it was very frustrating, but again, I always pulled from. But I don't know, I'm kind of torn, right? Because You look at this game and Aaron Rodgers is playing at a next level, level. Mm. Uh, You know, he's, Matt LaFleur said it, he can't see how you can look past him for MVP. It helped him also um, how good he played versus how badly Patrick Mahomes played at times in their game the weekend with those interceptions and stuff. So it's weird, isn't it, that you don't even judge someone on their merits it's how they stack up against other people too you know so Aaron Rodgers has been consistently brilliant whereas Mahomes has kind of messed up sort of like oh I guess Aaron's better than you know and you could look at that and sort of say well no Aaron was better all along he's just not young and flashy and sexy and um, getting all the all the plaudits or whatever and as well as that a thing as well. I, I believe I read this in an article. Is that um, you know people are trying to compare Aaron Rodgers and his weapons versus Patrick Mahomes and the tools he has been given. Um, you know, be it coaching staff, be it wide receivers, running backs, and everything else. Um, mm. It's it's very hard to draw a line, isn't it, between your quarterback making players good or if they're just good. Um, yeah. But you know he's playing at a ridiculous level. MVS has the game of his career. Aaron Jones seems to be back to full tilt now and, and strong. Even though I mean it's not as if he. He was at times he was absolutely brilliant last night and Jamal Williams as well he was really punishing too and then yeah. Tunyon playing out of his skin you know we all saw, saw the stats out there about you know Bubba Franks in 2001 yeah. and he's you know he's, he's coming down with these uh, career numbers for him as well you know so the thing is apart, I'm kind of I'm. I don't know. You look at the Lions, and we should have beaten them. You look at the Eagles, we should have beaten them. We're putting up big scores. Um, you know the Niners were a depleted squad. Uh, the Texans were struggling. Um, you know the Falcons are a good team. You could kind of look back through the schedule and sort of go, okay, you know some of these are kind of weak in teams, but this looks like an offense firing all the cylinders. Here's my question, yeah. right? Is that Again, I always believed that they had the weapons to do it. They've, they've kind of proved that now. But what I would say is is that we've seen in games where they've been shut down, the Buccaneers, for instance, like we've got absolutely yeah. pasted. But that seemed like the opposite, right? That seemed where every, like the offensive line had their worst game. Aaron Rodgers had a bad game and everybody seemed to be suffering. So yeah. if we have another game like that, do we say, oh, well, this is... because? we're not always going to play to these heights. You look at the 49ers this year versus last year and you see their massive fall from grace, which is shows air dominance, but also shows what can happen to this team with complacency, with a couple of bad injuries uh, and where the depth goes. Because that's what's happened with the Niners, right? Debo Samuel's out. Um, and because he's out, even though he's relatively new to the league, uh, they've really suffered because of that. So to me, Daryl, it comes down to This team are exciting. They're fantastic. We have a playoff spot. We are top the NFC North. That's ours now. Um, And we're the number one seed and that's great. Um, And I'm really excited going in. But I am just withholding a little bit of excitement just to say, um, you know, we're a couple of maybe away from getting trounced again but hopefully that doesn't happen and what we're seeing here isn't just everybody firing on all cylinders all at the same time and we're, we're down for a massive fall is that Matt LaFleur scheming up ways to make everybody the best version of who they are and hopefully that continues
0: yeah I'd agree with that completely I mean so we've talked about the positives slightly there and I think there is obviously a word of caution and um, thankfully the fans didn't overreact on twitter last night when mm. we went 7-0 down though. Straight you know, away. thankfully, Yeah, thank Packers God, fans are very twitter. very yeah. good at uh sitting quiet. But <laughs> so leave, leaving that aside for you know overreaction for a start and I think people are slightly overreacting. The defense I think is improving by baby steps. I mean it is baby steps to be fair. The past defense is still pants. The run defense though yesterday only gave up 51 yards on the ground. Punting in return. Mm-hmm. Pants. But Crosby, that monster 57-yard field goal, that was brilliant. So in a way, it's, there's, I see the defence getting better in increments, though. Yeah. But I think you're right. If we come up against a juggernaut earlier rather than later, and as soon as we get to the playoffs, it's, obviously it's game over if you play badly. But I think the week of rest, good for us if we can get that by. Mm. Home field advantage would be better, though. I don't think any team is going to want to come to Green Bay. In the, in the Green Bay winter mm. when our boys are obviously going to relish that and if you look at the last four that we've had we've been on the road for those whereas to actually to get a home game I think it'd be key as well mm. because any kind of boost we can give the defence the offence will score I think the point is if when we come up against a good enough team that will shut down the offence just like what happened with the Bucks, really exactly, yeah. then we're in trouble but I actually I really enjoy I didn't enjoy watching it in the sense of I kind of we saw this we saw this happening last week. We called it a banana skin, but we also did say lions that are we may a tough game. Play. They're a tough game. Yeah, though we, the lions are up for it. it. Yeah, they hundred you know, percent. I know. I shouldn't say up for it because the thing I love about NFL is the amount of statistics you can pull out of every game. Right, mm. up for it is something you hear soccer commentators or UK football talking about. You know, well uh, they're really up for it today. And you're going really is that your statistical analysis on how good that's they're just, playing? So what what was bro. the difference? They were up for it. Oh, oh, I didn't realize. That's great. But yeah, I mean. Rogers was fantastic. He's on, he's on a different planet now. I mean, he completed 26 of 33 passes, 290 yards and three touchdowns. A little one for himself. Just a little one. Just a little touchdown just for himself. Just that, Just run it in. Like. <laughs> just run it in there now. But he was brilliant. Adams, every time we talk every week, there's obviously this new ridiculous statistic. Mm. And he's just beaten um, Hudson's seven um, uh, touchdown, touchdown to the role, catches yeah. in eight consecutive games. So that was pretty class. For mm. someone that's, you know, not in the top 10,
1: yeah, not the top 10. The, uh, yeah, the 12th best receiver in the league. I mean, that's 12th not too best
0: bad. He's not even in. He's not even 12th. Let's just say that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, maybe so. a little. Yeah, it is it is nuts.
1: Um, It's really exciting. As you say, I mean, there's so much to play for now. As the people have said in their post-match pressers, I mean, you know, the standard in Green Bay is always high, which is brilliant as well. Did you see the Lions celebrate with Kung Fu kicks after they, you know, tackled for a loss yesterday? And in fact, one of them wasn't even a tackle for a loss. It was stopped at the line of scrimmage, Aaron Jones. Um and, uh, and it was so funny as well. Like the name uh, gets away from me now uh, of the Detroit Defender, but he's doing karate chop kicks, and then they showed him like ten minutes later because that's how long our drives were lasting. And he was on the sideline getting oxygen. It's kind of like yeah. you know, like do your karate kicks while you can. Small team mentality, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, but I think that's the key point. And every other team is not listening to the to these kind of analyses every week about it. They're looking at just the cold results of the results that the Packers are putting up, the points the Packers are putting up on people. When they come to play us, they do look at the defence and they say, "We, you know, we can exploit this. And that point just highlighted it. Every time they get a little victory against us on the pitch, it's a big deal for them. So I think we mm. need to stop being overly um, harsh upon the team. And I don't necessarily mean us because I think we tend to see it as a glass half full type of thing. But I think we do need to give ourselves a break a small bit and and look at that, that we are a team to be feared. I think you can safely say we are Super Bowl contenders. The point is, how much work does the offense need to do to drag the defense up? I think that's yeah. our worry, is that we can score the points. But our worry is that we don't have a two-pronged attack here. And obviously, defense is the best form of attack in some ways. So in that sort of sense, if they close down our defense, our offense is the only weapon that we have to win a game. And you can't you can't put 72 points on a team. You know? it's, it's, but we, I think that's yeah. my worry. My worry is, is that we do become that it just becomes too hard. The game is not long enough to win a game with the offence alone.
1: Well, that's what Lombardi used to say, is that they never lost a game, they just ran out of time. So it's just like, yeah. and that you don't want that to happen. And I saw as well, as, no. you know, one of these articles was saying the offence is so good is that they effectively don't need defence and special teams. Oh yeah, that's great if you're playing a you That'd know a poor brilliant. team who yeah. can't capitalise on it. But yeah. as you say, if you stymie the offence, then the defence doesn't seem to have the juice to be able to do it. Now, what I would say is, is to your point of... You know, getting a, a a buy. sometimes that works in your favor. Sometimes it doesn't. yeah, uh, we've seen the Packers come out flat sometimes uh, for games like that. not i that I don't think energy would be a problem in the playoffs. You would hope or they definitely do not deserve to progress, of course. um, but like you say, the Green Bay weather, I mean, you know, when's the last time that we've had people uh, in Green Bay for the playoffs and had to m- go through Lambeau? I mean, because the, the, where that sort of feeds in and what's promising, albeit it's only a sample size of one game, is that if we can shut down the run, that's predominantly what you go to in poor weather, uh, bad weather conditions, yeah. particularly if you're a fair weather team. So when they come to Lambeau, I mean, they're going to lean on the run heavily. If we get that down, are able to stop it yeah. in some fashion. Yeah. And you'd expect any team that we meet in the playoffs is going to have you know, a massive element of of that run game because that sort of breeds success here. Um, well, then, you know, that sort of, that bodes well for us. But another thing as well, and, and this is the thing that I kind of wanted to mention too, is that our time of possession on drives is absolutely unbelievable I mean last night was no exception we had 35 uh, and a half minutes and again you sort of go well that's an extra five minutes it's not it's an extra 10 because you're, you've took five minutes off yeah, their side right true. um so our drives were long but I saw in um a couple of the games and um, teams were losing but they were still hammering the other team with time of possession because the thing is it's not only time of possession and people go yeah well of course it's not a factor because you can have teams who waste so much time and penalties and all that we didn't sort of cover ourselves in glory with penalties either um but when you look at the likes of time of possession and um, the fact that we are capitalizing on it when we get down there and we've so many weapons to go to now uh, is fantastic but sometimes you will get stymied in the area that it matters and that almost happened didn't it when we got down yeah. uh, mason comes out there to kick that field goal and then we get pushed back five yards because of elton jenkins um and he still nails it anyway and an honorable mention too is mason crosby's tackle because we've seen yeah. um uh, do you know what? This is a real gold member tier and need I remind people Aaron Rodgers the celebration in the end zone is I love gold Kraken movie for research today I actually went Beautiful. back and watched that movie but uh, JK Scott punting not covering himself uh, in glory yeah. and he tends to kick it out of the back of the end zone do you know why? No, Scotty doesn't on. know how to tackle. Does Scotty know how to tackle, J.K. Scott? Scotty do. How about you do, ladies and gentlemen, Scotty do. He doesn't know how to tackle. These gold member quotes are going to be zinging in now for the rest of these podcasts. Uh, but yeah, as you say, special teams, that, that's all down to Mason Crosby. The rest of the lads, very poor.
0: Yeah, yeah very poor. And I think that's the thing. But it I mean, it's baby steps, but we, we definitely need to tighten those up because we do need our defense. The defense needs to be humming against a better team because they will just poke holes in us but again and I think that's just going slightly backwards the week of rest Dubai as you say can go one way or the other the key one for us I think would be home field advantage and again because I think the last time we had home field advantage it didn't go very well I think that was with the Giants and they went on obviously to yeah. to win the Super Bowl but the other four times we've had it we've been on the road what I would like is to give them that mental edge so to go we're better this is not like it was before we're not making it harder on ourselves they've got to come to us and i think that will give them a massive mental boost to say you you come and beat us in our backyard we're not going to you you know we don't need that kind of pressure and it'd be nice to have that Pressure on them. Yeah.
1: yeah, for sure. I mean, I know it's not going to be the same without the fans there. I wonder what the story will be with the playoffs and all that. I think I read, though, that they're just that's in, indefinite. They're not going to have fans there, but the rollout of the vaccine and stuff like that, you would wonder. Um, but let's sort of break down then a couple of the players that impress us. We can't go any further without mentioning uh, MVS. Just a like nope. six targets, six receptions, 85 yards, yep. uh, 14.2 yards per reception and a touchdown. And that back shoulder throw, there that was reminiscent of the days of Jordy Nelson. Unbelievable.
0: Definitely. Yeah, it was unbelievable. And I, I don't know how many times I re-watched it. In fact, to be fair, it was I don't know how many times it was replayed. I didn't even have to rewind yeah. it. but And I think that's key for MVS. And it's something we have said before, you know, what's up with him? You know, people were blaming confidence. And I think we said on this pod, we said, no, no, he's not lacking in confidence. He's willing to try this stuff. It's just not clicking for him. And I think it is as simple as that sometimes. It just doesn't click. Whereas you see what happens when it does work for him. And I know we've taken the mickey out of him but it's completely Tommy Oh well that cheap. was yeah sarcastic yeah, we, yeah and we've always been of a course. fan of this guy so and I think that's one of the things we were people were saying oh should we get rid of him and you know we should just bench him for this and I, like, no, no, I don't think so I think you, you keep he's gone, as you say he's in the right place all the time that's something you can't teach
1: yeah do you know what's weird though do you know what's really weird how people kept ragging on him right and how we were defending him and all that kind of stuff um, but people are saying, "Oh, bench him, get rid of him. He's shite, right?" Um, isn't it really weird the way the coaches and players had more information on him than we did? I don't understand how. Yeah, how, how did that, that happen? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Jesus I Christ! Understand. And I mean, it's good I that. The,
0: I mean, everything I say is pure. I have so you have all
1: the info But Not no that's that's the deal It's like look You know Air opinion is as valid As someone who rags against them And I certainly understand where they did But I'm so glad That they stuck with him And gave him a chance I'm glad that Aaron Rodgers Kept yep. going to him um, And I know people Scoffed at Gurukunst When he said that He believes he has The weapons that he does But let's have a look at it Alan Lazard um, You know Three targets Two yep. receptions uh, For 19 yards you know, didn't do a whole lot, but still is super dependable, especially uh down the sideline. Uh ESB came in, only got one catch, but again, all counts 15 yards. Uh MVS, fantastic. Devontae Adams, unstoppable. So we have a nice little core there of, of players and MVS. I mean, the potential that guy has is absolutely unbelievable. Um, you know, he's he's deep threat. And it, once he reels the ball in, especially that back shoulder stuff, I wouldn't have blamed him had he not come down with that to be honest. Um but, no, would
0: I. I mean that was too that was athleticism at its best.
1: Yeah, and like uh, anticipation because back shoulder is only done on chemistry, which is a really promising sign. And Devontae Adams yeah. came out in his post match presser with a great t shirt on, by the way, that you can get in the pro shop I yeah, saw that. It was uh, if you're willing to spend all that money to get it over here, of course. Um but uh, you know, he's the guy who's who said, I'm you know, He's seeing the trajectory of MVS the same as it was for him. He's having the same struggles. Now we only we need only need to look at Devontae's record breaking yep. um run, you know, and it's it's gonna get even better, obviously, by season's end. He's on pace to beat uh, Sterling Sharp's numbers by the end of the Amazing. season, which is just Amazing. unbelievable. Um and it this is the thing that gets me as well, right? is, you know, when people sort of say, oh, yeah, well, all he has is Devontae Adams. And you're like, oh, well, look at the production they're getting out of Devontae, right? And the coverage that Devontae suffers, um, and they're still able to get the ball to him, and he's still able to break records. I don't, like, that does not make sense to me. No, it doesn't. But the thing is, is that it comes down to a couple of things, right? One, Devontae's release is criminal. Uh, second off, his hands are super reliable. His routes, he's the best route runner in the NFL. But... You can run the routes, but if you're up against like double, triple coverage, um, it's very hard to get any purchase. So that comes down to schematics. The fact that Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers with his eyes and ball placement and everything else can put the ball in a place and, you know, make Devontae go to a place where he's going to get open. Um, It's just incredible. Now, in the NFL, we all know getting open is like you know what's that a quarter of a yard? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And he's like, oh, he's yeah. gaping yeah. open there, two but, and
0: a half inches. Yeah, but yeah.
1: that's that's the deal. I mean, that we're talking small margins here, but it's all absolutely humming. Um,
0: yep, and I'd agree with that. And back to MVS saying that Adams is the only point man for Rogers, obviously not. No, I mean you know if if there was serious trouble in the camp and MVS wasn't trusted and no one thought he could do it. Rodgers would be the first one not to throw the ball to him Yeah, and Rodgers is consistently going to him because he knows what he's capable of and again that's information that they're seeing on the running ground These, they're they're practicing it all the time so it's one of those things that to say that he doesn't have enough weapons um, without MVS last night mm. that game would have been in the balance if not lost for the um, just for the sheer skill, it was brilliant. Well, here's
1: what I want to know too, right? So, MVS puts on uh, a game like this, puts this on tape, uh, is as dangerous as people think he is. I now again, if you want to go back and watch the all twenty two and see what type of routes he's running, what type of blocking that he's doing, um, obviously he's far better. Um, than we even realise so if he puts this on tape well then two things are going to happen one he's going to draw more coverage which is uh, favourable for the likes of Tunyon in the middle Lazard as well can come in then and get more purchase Devontae Adams um, as well
0: well he can just run right yeah Yeah,
1: but then the problem is Daryl I wonder can because MVS remember when Adams was out MVS was saying "I, I got some of that Devontae coverage and that's no joke so that's the thing is that if they cover MVS more does he revert back to his ways where he, can they smother yeah. him? Uh, will he yeah. be, you know, in traffic trying to come down with catches and it doesn't work out? Or will he flourish? And that's something that we have to wait and see. But yeah, life definitely. will get harder for him the better he gets. So he's going to have to elevate oh, it his definitely
0: game. will. I mean, Adams, is, Adams' life couldn't get any harder for him. And does he have the Adams? Does he have the Vontaze? I mean, does he have that magic touch? We don't know yet. It remains to be seen. But what it definitely does, and to your point, it gives the teams we play another headache. Because they all know who they need to cover. They know they need to go after Devontae, but there's only so many players on a pitch. And as you say, the floor is schematic so far. I mean, I'd love to see what they look like. It must mm. look like a weather map. It must yeah. be just lines everywhere on it. But it would be really cool to see how they try and defend that. Yeah. You know, I mean, you go, well, we know we've got to get Adams, but we need another three players.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm just uh, like Tyler Arvin being out and people are like, oh, well, yeah. why are we dependent on this guy so much? But he was out in this game and it didn't seem to... Um, Impact a whole lot. I mean, we still got purchase again, putting up over 30 points. Um, you know, of course, we're looking down the sort of gamut of games that we're going to have to play, and I know this isn't the quick snaps or whatever. Um, and we have a pretty favourable schedule now on the run-in. The one that's obviously the, the one that's going to stand out, which will be the acid test, will be that Tennessee game. And that's yeah. going to come right down to the wire, I would imagine. Um, but really promising stuff. And as you say, like the, the problem with social media and with sort of um, journalism in general these days, uh, it always comes down to the fact that everyone has to keep coming out with the hottest takes, the quickest takes, um, to the point where... Uh, when that horrible stuff came out um the news of Kobe Bryant and they started announcing that you know other members of his family had been in that crash just to try get the story out to say that they had it first was absolutely sickening to the stomach to yeah, see it's that
0: it's a bit of a race at the bottom all right yeah when that sort of stuff starts
1: and this the, but this the way it is Well, I just I would have loved to have experienced the game I guess to a agree without the likes of social media where yes we're we're fumbling the ball Thankfully not literally, um, when it comes to defense, but not to react so quickly because if you sort of put this game into perspective at the very end, it's a very different outlook than before. Yeah, you know, and look, number one seed in the NFC, uh you can't ask for better than that at this stage. It's in our hands now. All we have to do is yep. I say all we have to do, and it's it's hard to be consistent, but is to win out and um, You know, we've given ourselves it's, the it's best shot. It's eminently
0: doable, though. It's eminently doable. If we don't, it's our own fault, to mm. be very honest. Now, OK, I do see Tennessee as being a pretty tough game. More for the fact that Derek Henry is my absolute boy on um, in my fantasy. He's brilliant. <laughs> of course. Yeah, well, our fantasy league at the minute. Yeah. He is He's the only person keeping me in it right now.
1: Yeah, well, I wish I had the same fortune. Like Christian McCaffrey, dude is like stuck on the bench he's got nice blisters on his arse because he's been sitting there so much but yeah look we've got the Panthers coming up um, they've put up some really weird results I know that because any time I picked them for the act on the radio they end up um you know, against them, they end up coming, coming a Crocker. So the thing is, I'm going to have to bet on behalf of the Panthers uh, next week, which is a weird, that's, that's a really annoying time as well in the morning. Not for you, but just yeah, the Saturday no. night game. And people are like, oh, well, at least it's a Saturday. Doesn't matter. And you have yeah. kids. It doesn't matter.
0: No, it really doesn't matter. In fact, it's painful no matter when it happens. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. But again, as we said, it's in our hands. It's not as if any of this is insurmountable now. It's up to us to really, again, keep the defence increment. If it's only going to be baby steps for the Mm. next four, if we limp into the playoffs that way, that's fine. But we really do need to keep our heads screwed on for the next... Three games
1: well do you know what's gonna hurt me right so we come up against the panthers let's say we do the business come up against the titans and eke out a win let's just imagine right let's let's dream a dream and then we come up dream against the bears the final game if there's one game that the bears will, bears. will get up for yeah. it's going to be that yeah. last game if they think it's going to take away yeah. all of our you know seedings and uh playoff and buy and everything Damn else
0: you bears.
1: and that's the thing they blew out the texans so it's it's you know they're they have weirdly the capability there even though I think they had more rush yards in that game or something like that since 2005 um, but anyway look if there's anybody out there who thinks that the Packers don't have what they need to have on offence or at least have the tools that they needed to make it work bearing in mind the tools are pretty much exactly the same as what we had last year the only difference is that they've an extra year under the scheme if you're still not happy well then what can I say? Oh well then there is no pleasing you there is no pleasing you what can I say oh, that is Absolutely.
0: so apt mm. so apt
1: gold member I mean it's just a it's like the Simpsons is that, like there's a quote on the Simpsons for ev- Simpsons for every single thing that you could ever need and gold member as I watch today absolute well, that, cinematic the Simpsons, that's
0: because it's been going for the last 700 years
1: yeah there's nothing that the Simpsons haven't done but I suppose that's a family guy. Any parting analysis or words that you want to say about this wonderful situation we find ourselves in?
0: We're kings in the north. Let's let's enjoy the title for a week. Yeah. Two in a row. When did we have two in a row since before that? It was dark, dark days. The dark ages. Yeah. Two in a row. Let's let's uh rest on our laurels.
1: The McCarthy era, like the Victorian age, yeah. McCarthyism or whatever. Although yeah. that's probably a different, totally different thing altogether. Yeah, it's a completely different thing. <laughs> yeah, maybe we won't yeah. call it that. So that is it. That's the <laughs> podcast. Uh, and we're delighted to be able to bring it to you on Monday that not one of us got dragged away doing something else. But look, pay, the Christmas is coming upon us, lads. And I, I'm obviously going to get, you know, elocution lessons because I'm falling over myself here. Um, so we have patreon.com forward slash UK Packers. You get on to the gold. Oh, hold on. Hold on. I've got a drop for that now. I love Gold. If you love gold, well, then you can get onto the gold member tier, um, and you get a place every month in the signed March raffle and you also get a free t-shirt after six months so we are basically giving all your money back to you um, which is great people are winning fantastic prizes the fan caves are looking ridiculous so do get onto that and of course if you want any t-shirts for under the tree get your orders in pretty much immediately to try to get those out to you as well because it'll all start to grind to a halt as the Crimbo comes around but anyway um, make sure you follow himself at Daryl J O'Brien he's new to Twitter so go on across and say hello to him uh, he's pretty late to the party and me at Steve Diddy NFL I'll just want Mama to name me. And of course, you can find me on the Paddy Packer on Instagram. So racist. Um, but who doesn't mind a bit of self-racism? But anyway, um, that's it. We'll see us for... What are we going to see him for? Quick, that. Oh, oh. oh You doing it? Do it with me. I can hear you doing it. Me. I hear you doing it. <sighs> me and my brother like to... T- no, no I still can't say I can't bring myself no, to say because you put that on tape you've got to edit that out yeah. so you just have to edit no, it out do, do, do. no <laughs> well. anyway I'm glad, sort of <laughs> I'm glad we didn't sort of put our foot in our mouth this time and had to edit some really grisly stuff out but there you go nothing for the yeah, bloopers there's real. always time
0: mm. there's always time there is it's
1: always and on that note <laughs>
0: <laughs> the mask
1: oh god we have too many inside oh. jokes you were going to say <laughs> something there <laughs> I was going to say cigarette and a flapjack <laughs> bong and a bleach
0: no then there is no bleach Oh then there is no pleasing you.
1: Yeah, we're going to be writing those soundboard uh, things the whole time. But anyway, that's it. See us on Wednesday for a bit of quick snap action. Peace.